0: one wants to raise a hermit, right? I mean, maybe you're a homebody like myself, but you don't want to raise your child to be that awkward guy or girl that stays at home because they can't interact with others, right? Well, Mama, today I want to ask you a question. Do you often find yourself wondering how to boost your toddler's socialization skills, especially when they're not in school yet? In this episode of the Energized Mama podcast, we're going to dive into the world of toddler socialization. Yes, such a thing exists. And I'm going to share with you practical tips to help your little one thrive in social settings. So whether you're concerned about, say, playdates, interactions with other kids, or preparing your toddler for school... I've got you covered. Join me as I discuss the importance of socialization. I'll share real life anecdotes and provide actionable strategies to ensure that your toddler develops strong social skills even if you yourself feel like you don't have them yourself. So don't let anxiety hold you back. Empower your child to flourish in various social environments. This is not just for extroverts, but introverts as well. So feel free to tune in to discover how you can make the socialization journey a fun and rewarding experience for both you and your toddler. Hey mama, welcome to the Energized Mama podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or are you Googling how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and defeated when you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you Again, Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from the help of my family. I too felt constantly drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, a mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give myself and my husband, to discipline my kids confidently and incorporate faith into our home. All the things, right? But I kept telling myself that I couldn't do it feeling this exhausted and without a community supporting around me. Until I found a healthy balance of endless energy and raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find that too. You will find time and energy boosting tips and tricks, guidance for disciplining your littles, and what to do when you have no help so that you will find balance between all your roles. Stop feeling drained and learn to trust your own mom-tuition. Time to grab those headphones, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to get your daily energy boost. I've got you, mama. Is infertility causing you emotional distress? How would you feel if I told you that you're not alone and that there is a brighter way out? I know mama, cause I've been there. You'll learn how to reset your faith, your feelings, and your emotional twists and turns and take inspiration from stories from other women. I want you to grab your copy of I'm Fruitful, an infertility support magazine that will help you rekindle your faith after infertility, forgive yourself, and experience grace after such a challenging experience. Join their IG community at I'm Fruitful of supportive women who have been through the same thing as you, as me, and you'll never feel alone again. Hey mama. It is so good to be here with you today. For me, it's a little bit of a homecoming. I know if you've been listening or maybe binging, catching up on some of my episodes, it may not seem like I've been away, but for me, it has been. Today is the first episode that I am recording postpartum. So a couple months ago, just to keep you guys up to speed, I went ahead, dove in and said, what episodes do I want to record pre-record and leave my ladies with? And I did a ton of research. asked you guys questions, polled you, and those are the episodes that I've been releasing since March. So since then, I have successfully delivered and fallen absolutely crazy in love with our sweet baby boy, Nicoa Knight Clayman. He was born at home in Belgium in our town of Mechelen on April 30th, 2023, and he was surrounded with crazy amounts of love. And when I mean crazy amounts, I mean a plethora. My mother in law was in the room. Two midwives, my husband, even our three-year-old, and I have to say, the one I was most impressed with was my fourteen-year-old bonus daughter. I mean, she has grown and transitioned into this beautiful young woman. Who a couple years ago, when her first brother Mason was born at home, she wanted nothing to do with it. She was like, eh, "Get me out of here! Let me go to my mom's. I'm not about this life." And then this time especially as she's been living with us for the past year, she was just all in. She was there for every step of the pregnancy, all the way through the actual birth. So we have just been loving on this little man for the past four months. And as if that was not a big enough transition for us, well, we also, after a long and pretty quiet um, and pretty private three-year journey towards immigration, we brought our entire family here to the United States. So I'm coming to you as a new mom of two little boys and in a new country, in my home country. So it's been a really crazy, fast, just furious seven weeks. It was a lot harder to transition than I think any of us were expecting, but we're here and I'm here for you. And I'm excited to dive into this topic today. So without further ado, uh, thank you so much for allowing me to update you guys because you know what? I don't see this as just a transactional relationship. I don't see this as, hey, you listen to me, you get to learn some things great. Clap wash my hands of you, see you later. No, no, this is a relationship that I am building with you. And so many of you have begun to join me in my private Facebook group, which I love because I'm getting to know my listeners so much better. And I just want to invite you and remind you that in the show notes below, you can find a totally open, cool, rad mama tribe on Facebook that's there, ready to welcome you, love on you, give you some mom advice if you want it, or take some advice too. Because what I think so many moms don't realize is that we all all have something to give. You have something to give. I have something to give. And I am just so happy that you're here today giving me your ears because we are diving into a topic that is very close to the hearts of many moms of toddlers, right? The topic of socialization. Okay. I can literally just want to say like cue the chuckles, right? Like we can just, imagine, I can imagine all the collective sighs and the sighs and nods of recognition from all of you mamas out there, right? Because you guys know what I'm talking about. There's so much pressure on us. I feel as these 21st century moms, we have evolved and grown so much beyond the generations before us. I think that's the goal, right? Is like every group of new parents, we want to do a little bit better than our parents and their parents and the generations before us. But there's also a lot of pressures, a lot of things that we are just becoming more aware of and we're caring more about than studies have shown. And I'm sure your own households, you know, and your Christmas family dinner show that you cared about, that was, that was cared about before. And so socialization is one of them where it used to be enough just to put food on the table, have a roof over our children's heads. Now we're concerned about their social well-being and development, which is great, but I understand it can be really, really overwhelming. It's like that moment when you start wondering if your little one's social calendar even rivals your own, or maybe not, or maybe not, because there are moms out there, right, that have Monday through Friday, even on the weekends, something scheduled for every single season of their child's life, whether their child is a year or is 10 that it's just not as busy, right? Maybe you live more in the country where there is just not as many opportunities for your children to be around other kids. Uh, Maybe your schedule is so crazy busy that your child is often uh, somewhere maybe with grandparents or say at a daycare, you don't get to participate with them as much, but whatever it is, I just want to let you know, like you are in a good place because you're not the only one that's concerned about it. Many moms, I know you come to the plate and you may be like, okay, so play play dates, check. Story time at the library, check. Chatting up random strangers at the grocery store, Check. And all those things may seem well and good, but then you realize, well, your toddler isn't actually, you know, necessarily the one spilling the beans on their, say, inner thoughts and emotions after these encounters, right? We don't know what our toddlers are actually investing in these social situations. These social interactions may be great for us, and we may be giving our toddlers these opportunities to have social interactions, but how impactful is it? Trust me. I've been there wondering if my little man's social skills were on par with the other kids or if I don't know if they were just destined to be the next Einstein because, you know, brilliant, but like socially awkward, that kind of, you know, combination. (laughs) So especially with a bilingual child, my son Mason was late to communicating late to talking. So I also was concerned how that would affect his social feature future. So if you've ever felt those pangs of anxiety about your toddler socialization, you're definitely in the right place. Today, we're going to chat you and me about how to socialize your kids when they're not in school yet, or perhaps you've chosen the route of homeschooling or unschooling. And so you don't have that to fall back on your children's socialization relies on you. So I know that the socialization struggle is totally real. Spoiler alert, you're not alone in the struggle. And there are some fantastic tips and tricks coming your way to help your little one become a social butterfly or at least a social caterpillar who's on their way to butterflydom and they can bloom at the right time. I've got some expert advice lined up and we're going to explore everything from play dates and park outings to creative ways to foster those valuable social skills in your toddler. So Go ahead. Take a deep breath. My dear, dear mama, I've got your back. And by the end of this episode, you'll have a toolbox full of ideas to help your toddler spread their social wings and mama too. Let's dive in. Today, my goal was not to overwhelm you. I'm going to give you three tips that you can walk away with and start applying in your life today to help your toddler socialize. So Tip number one, and a way of how to socialize your toddler is to take him or her, or if you have multiple toddlers, somewhere where they can engage with other moms and kids one-on-one. So this is the first step, especially if you have more of a shy toddler. It's great where you can go where it's maybe just you and one other mom, one other kid, or a small group so that you can really allow your toddler to feel at ease. And hey, mama, maybe as I'm speaking to you through these headphones, maybe you you yourself would define yourself as an introvert. So I know that this can be really especially challenging for you. Maybe you're not the most social butterfly and that you know it's important for your toddler to socialize, even if you may not enjoy socializing yourself. But no sweat off your back. It's okay. We're going to work on this together. So again, what's really important is that they go somewhere where they can feel at ease, somewhere where they can connect and relate with other kids in a smaller atmosphere. Maybe this looks like, say, I just recently this past week went to my first MOPS. MOPS stands for Mothers of Preschoolers. And I believe they just recently changed their name, but I'm sure if you go Google MOPS, you can still find a local chapter around you. And it is, all moms that are your that have children your age, and a lot of places around the country, even internationally, they have small groups that gather once a week, twice a month, and they all get together in these small atmospheres in these groups where your kids have um, children to play with, to learn about God, to have a Bible lesson, have a snack, games, all that fun stuff, and a warm, loving atmosphere. And then it also actually has something for you. So that's great because it's not a place where have to drop off your toddler and hope that they, you know, do well on their own. Yes, you're not with them right away one-on-one, but they are, you guys get to go together. It gets to be something that's an activity that your child can look forward to, a mommy and me kind of thing. You guys both go to your friends and then come back and you guys get to chat together. Now, if you're more for maybe doing something together, again, especially if your child struggles with being shy or if you yourself are a little more on the shy side, you can always also look into your community and see if there are, say, mommy and me workout classes. This way you get your workout out out and your toddler gets their very, very big toddler energy out. And then you are doing something good and healthy together. And you guys have that comfort of having one another there. Also again, with other moms, other toddlers doing something together that you guys are both passionate about. Another area that our spot that might be good to find, moms with kids it's not necessarily too overwhelming could be say like an indoor playground or even an outdoor community pool hopefully you can find one that doesn't have um, as many children again especially if this is new for your toddler that has uh, a struggle with socializing to make those first baby steps going to an indoor playground especially when school's back in session maybe in the middle of the day or if you go to a community pool that way you and your child again are connecting and bonding you're practicing their swimming getting them comfortable with the water and they're also able to see other children do the same and are able to reach out and hopefully connect with another mom and her toddler that way my second tip for how to socialize your toddler is going to be taking that next step so first you look to engage with other moms and their kiddos more one-on-one more just you know small groups well now that next step would be to bring your children intentionally to a place where there are large groups of kids, right? So in a school setting, your child would naturally be thrown into this by having a classroom um, with a bunch of classmates, probably 20 to 30 kids. I know when my son Mason first started preschool, um, his classroom ended up having up to uh, 29 children by the time summer came around. And so they are immediately immersed with all these little ones. And again, so if your child's not in school though, how do you do that? So of course, one great way is to take your child to a playground, right? Playgrounds are just kind of boom. They're like the obvious one free choice I love, but also where you know other kids are. It's like when you wanna socialize your child, even if you wanna socialize yourself, right? What do you do? You know, you go to where people are. I know that's why a lot of people when they're single, they're thinking, well, where can I meet other people? And that's why the bar scene is so popular when it comes to trying to meet someone, because that's where other a lot of young singles are. I mean, hey, if you're listening, and you're single, maybe you're single mom, I recommend more of like looking at like your churches, um, you know, local churches, see if they've got even some small connect groups, that's a great way to meet someone. And also another way to meet some great mommy and me opportunities. But again, that's more on the smaller, the bigger to help your kids get, um, to help get them comfortable with larger groups of people, to also help them get used to uh, how to communicate and deal with a lot of different personalities bringing them to a park is a great way to do that and if you want to take that next step as far as thinking about the word park so I'm obviously meaning more of like a playground right or even a nature park which is great because your kids can get outside get that vitamin d run around but you could also even take them to a theme park which would be next level now of course this is up to your uh, comfortability and we want to make sure that it's safe enough for your child to do so because they can be really busy and overwhelming and we want to make sure that your child is safe and uh, will stay close to you in this situation but a lot of theme parks they have kids only theater shows or they have little activities and that's another opportunity for your kids to get around children that may be new to them and that they can learn to communicate and to get to know other children in a bigger opportunity. Now. Just like a theme park, one of my favorite uh, places that when I was a nanny, I used to take children, especially to get them to get out and play with other kids was the zoo. The zoo is so much fun. It is a very common theme, right? A common theme that kids love. You know, if there were dinosaur zoos, I'd be taking my kid to there, there every day. Um, but a zoo is great because it has something relatable that a lot of kids love, which is animals. They're destined to find other kids there. And then also most zoos nowadays also have playgrounds or activities for kids to do. A library is another great place to bring children. There's a lot of free activities in a lot of local libraries. Many of them will host weekly craft activity days, story time. And again, this would involve you allowing you to come in, maybe even make some fellow mom friends, which is great. Build up your mom community, but also allow your child to socialize in a friendly family atmosphere. Wow. Can you believe the summer is over already? When did that happen? I have another question for you. Do you ever wish there was a way to just stop feeling emotionally drained by your life as a mom of littles? Have you wished that you could just have more energy for your husband without constantly feeling physically exhausted at the end of the day? Hey, I know what it feels like to want more than just being a mom from your life. I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with, well, where do I begin to stop the stress in my everyday life? I know what that feels like to have no idea what healthy habits to implement into my own home that'll actually make a long term difference. And just feeling totally lost and how, how to create a realistic and sustainable plan that works for me. I remember often thinking, I just can't be energetic while I parent a household full of littles that demands so much of me all the time. Well, at least one that doesn't rely on coffee for energy or wine to de stress. Well, Now I want you to switch gears and imagine this with me. Imagine if you no longer felt completely exhausted at the end of your day. Imagine if you had the time to go on dates with your husband and you had the energy to give yourself some much needed me time. Imagine if you had easy to implement systems and strategies that would allow you to be that energetic and vibrant mama that you really want to be all while still raising your kids the exact way you want. That right there is exactly why I created the More Energy Method, a customized blueprint to clear your chaos and bring back more energy into your everyday life. It's where I teach you to decrease stress while increasing your energy. You'll be able to stick with this super simple plan that's tailor made for you, that will establish new healthy habits that'll unlock energy without taking away focus from your kids or require huge commitments of time. You'll walk away with crystal clear clarity of exactly what to focus on with a plan that'll help you know exactly how to do it and the confidence as a woman, wife, and mother to make the changes you need to and keep them for good. So mama, if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed and exhausted the moment you wake up and instead feel rejuvenated throughout the day and go to bed satisfied, even as a busy mom of littles, then it's time for you to make this step as my 20% off is back, just in time for school to start again during the whole month of September. I'm giving mamas an extra 20% off my course and plus three bonus trainings. But in order for you to get that, you've got to head over to energyformoms.com to grab your exclusive offer today before it expires on October 1st. It's time mama to lose the stress while gaining yourself back and have endless amounts of energy for yourself, your husband, and a life beyond just your littles. All right, mama, we're to our last tip. Last but certainly not least, to help socialize your toddler, I would just keep it really simple. What you want to do is invite your toddler into your adult conversations and interactions. So because it's not just important that they learn to socialize and interact with children and people their age, but also people older than them, right? Obviously older kids, teenagers, but especially adults. Children are going to be interacting with adults their entire life, including when they become one, right? So we want to make it as natural as possible. We no longer live in the society where children are only seen and not heard, right? We want to validate our children. And one way to do that is to include them into conversation. I know mama, it can be so easy when You know that your child asks maybe weird questions or always says no or is in the why era. And sometimes when you're engulfed in a conversation, it can be so good just to finally have an adult conversation with someone that maybe you're not thinking about, including your toddler. However, They're right there, they're close by you, right? Whether they are picking up something off the ground, picking their nose, staring up at the sky, (laughs) whatever our sweet toddlers do while they're waiting on us, right? While we're having a conversation, Try to involve them every once in a while you know even if it's just encouraging them to say hello and introducing themselves maybe teach them a question that they can ask while they're around people you know that's even something i actually used to teach when i would mentor young women at my church back when i was living in los angeles when some of them would struggle about how to you know say represent themselves or communicate about themselves in an interview i would always say have something that you can find on someone that you can compliment or have a signature question that you ask someone that engages them in conversation and then watch it just go back and forth a little bit like ping pong. So where our toddlers may not have an advanced vocabulary at this point, getting them more and more comfortable with answering questions, but also asking them is great. For example, my son Mason, he's three and a half and recently uh, without even really intentionally working on him having his own question, I did intentionally always try to encourage him to communicate and say hello and say his name when mommy is communicating with another adult. And recently on his own, he has started to say, hi, my name is Mason Brave Clayman, of course, because you can't just say your first name. You got to say the whole thing. But then he would say, and, and he'd say, nice to meet you. What's your name? And so he started to have this One question, the what's your name, even if it keeps it as simple as that, that the adult I'm talking with or he's speaking with says their name. Very often it just bounces back and forth like that, or, you know, it falls flat. My son gets distracted, wants to go do something else, wants to play, but then he has gotten that confidence of looking at someone, looking them in their eye, asking them a question and feeling confident in his ability to be able to socialize with whoever's around him, whether it's a kid, whether it's an adult, a teacher, a pastor, a policeman, whoever he has that confidence because mommy took that opportunity to engage with him in conversation with another adult. And I want to encourage you mamas to do the same. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Energized Mama podcast. I hope mama, you found our discussion on toddler socialization, both enlightening, reassuring, and just downright encouraging. Remember the socialization struggle truly is real, but you're not alone in it. We are all navigating the wonderful world of toddlerhood together. I want to extend a huge thank you to you, my amazing listener, for joining me today. Your dedication to your little ones is truly inspiring, and I know that's why you showed up today. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and you found the tips and insights helpful, please go ahead and subscribe to the Energized Mama podcast and share it with other mamas who might be on the same socialization journey. If you want to do a next step for me, if you wouldn't mind going down to the end of this episode and going ahead and hitting giving me an Apple review. It's the way that I know what episodes hit you so well, what you want in the future allows me to effectively help more mamas on in their journey. Be sure to stay connected with me on social media where you'll find more parenting resources and ups, uh, updates. You can always visit my website at theenergizedmama.com for even more valuable content. Before I sign off, I just want to r- remind you that every child is unique and their social journey is their own as it is yours. So, don't be afraid to take those baby steps. Enjoy the play dates and celebrate the milestones, no matter how small. Until next time, dear mamas, keep that coffee or tea warm, your hearts open, and your toddler's world full of wonder. You've got this. Thank you for tuning in to the Energized Mama podcast. Stay energized, stay empowered, and keep being the amazing mama you are. Hi, mama. You're beautiful.